Hello and welcome to the Identity Podcast. I am Caleb, one of your co-hosts, along with my fellow and lovely co-host, Tarek. We're so grateful to be here. As always, it's great. Of course, we are the Identity Podcast, presented to you by Find Your ID NYC. Don't forget to check us out on our streaming platforms and follow us on all social media platforms. One step closer to August, our one-year anniversary. Very exciting stuff. Here is Creating Connections, episode 51, featuring Don Malarney. We're so grateful to have you, Don. Welcome. Welcome. <laughs> Thanks for having me. <laughs> so welcome. How are you so today? Well. I'm doing well. How are both of you? Doing well. You know, we're here. Good. It's a wonderful, Ruby. wonderful time to do a podcast, right? Right. <laughs> Not to be Honestly, too cliche. <laughs> you podcast all the time, Caleb. That's always a good day to do a podcast, right? So we're welcoming Dawn. Um, she's here with us. She has a lot of hats she wears. She's, this is kind of how she described it. And you know how we do on the Identity Podcast. We tend to kind of start with, what's the journey? And that's kind of uh, Caleb's tagline. I appreciate this guy. <laughs> He's a marketing genius. But yes, the journey. And we often just ask, so like, kind of just what brings you to us today? And what kind of brought you across your life? And like, what were some like pivotal moments that got you to decide your career or a certain journeys that you've chosen, specifically okay. career right now? Okay. Well, I say I have realized over my career and lifetime that I used to be very shy to now loving connection, love meeting people, love um, figuring out what they're passionate about and what they're excited to do. And I love figuring out how to be a resource and how to help them. Um, whether it be for services that I have to sell, um, I work at a community bank, or how can I get you where you want to be? Um, who can I connect you with? So I'm all about connecting people, but I think it's been an interesting journey of where I even, how I started and how I've gotten here. I can only imagine. So you said like resource resourcefulness basically is kind of like what you would say is one of your identifying factors. Have you always felt like that? Yeah, I just um, have realized that you can help people, even if it's just a smile or being kind hearted, being a resource and being kind hearted and just helping others can really go a long way. Um, maybe it's not always getting them something or introducing them, but it's just being a human and caring for others um, is what I'm really passionate about. Yeah, that's that's pretty interesting. I mean, just just to the word like uh, resources and just like with your your back end and banking, or I, I guess we can tell them a little bit about. So how did sure. you get to where you are now career wise? Let's start there. So how did you yeah. get to um, even I think it just popped up if anyone was watching be a trust officer or to even start managing other resources that was that was where I was going to make that little connection pun there <laughs> because honestly you know finances are a resource as well as smiles so you know I want to be rich in smiles too though <laughs> sure <laughs> day, I see. And your guests are probably wondering well what the heck's a trust officer um, <laughs> right exactly <laughs> Exactly. I would say if you asked me a long time ago I would be like I have no idea I'm not going to be a trust officer one day but um you know, just to give a quick brief um, of what my history has been, I, out of college, went into the construction industry, actually. I was one of the only females in a construction office. It was a crane aerial rental unit company, and I was hired to invoice and payroll. Well, that really progressed over four years where I was working in the parts department, the service department, um, helped with the logistics, knew where all of our semi-drivers crane operators, where the units were going, whatnot. And I guess I just wanted more. I wanted to keep learning and being a woman in that industry was a little difficult too. And so I took a drastic leap and took a teller job to get my foot in the door and be closer to where we lived. Um, and it progressed pretty fast. I did a teller job for a little bit. Then I worked as a loan assistant for a bit, then moved to the executive wing and helped with accounts payable, shareholder services, the executives. And I started getting efficient where they were going to have to have to put me down to part time. So um, wealth management was trying a new position of trust administration and marketing. And I didn't know much about the trust world, but I leaped in and thought I'd figure it out. 
Um, I'm one that asks a lot of questions, loves to learn more. And so through that, I've progressed also. So really kind of what my day-to-day -day is, I work closely with a lot of our referral partners. So in wealth management, you can, of course, work with investments, um, higher net worth people, but also there's other people out there too, where, you know, they have an IRA, maybe a 401k account, but then maybe also too, they're planning to leave their legacy behind. So I work closely with attorneys that are drafting documents for, um, their clients for their estate plans. So they're really coming up with a plan. So in case if something were to happen, who's going to handle everything for them? So I work closely with the referral partners, but also the clients to really make sure their wishes are left behind to their loved ones. Um, and we handle it during their life, but also when they pass away. So I leave people's legacies behind. So is what I say. <laughs> <laughs> That's so beautiful. Yeah, I mean, especially when you, when you're coming from that perspective, um, it definitely emotes a lot more than, you know, financial jargon. Sometimes it's just like, what, you know, I knew exactly what, um, it, how litigation and just being through like the documents and everything can kind of see just people as ones and zeros. But the fact that you are so interested in uh, like being resourceful or being reserving enough space for other people you're you've already been inclined with the skill set to be able to manage that so I, what i'm trying to get to um it's kind of going back a little bit um when you said that you were able to break through in this construction company right so just give them a little background from where you're from first of all and like like that journey that type of home set like how would you describe your home family and your home values and how that kind of transitioned into maybe being that, that Titan, that Wonder Woman in this situation to kind of move forward. Because even in the financial world, to, um, to reiterate and to belabor the point, um, it's, not, it's a very male dominated world. So I know that that's something that you're also breaking through. So I'm interested in that journey. Um, so how yeah. did you become Superwoman? <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for, I don't know yeah. about that, but um, <laughs> yeah, so I'm actually in Wisconsin. Um, have pretty much lived here my whole life. I right. grew up, um, I say my sister was the very smart book worm kind of person. And I was more of active and let's try things and um, do things. And she was the smart one. And, um, you know, growing up and I realized, oh, I guess I'm kind of smart too. And was realizing you know, more and more too, as you grow up that you don't need to know everything. Um, you're never going to know everything in life. And even to, you know, being that younger sister, she was the talking one. So she was talkative. I was super shy. So sometimes she would even order my food for me because I was so shy. And <laughs> I have that problem I, because I'm super indecisive. I don't know. If, uh, is that what made you stop? Okay. Yeah. So I, I can't, I can't decide for anything. It's always, a, <laughs> it's always a battle for sure. So it's good to have that dominant person that you can always rely on for sure. Yeah. So she would, you know, she would talk for me and then, you know, I went off to school and realized, Oh, I have a voice too. Or, you know, I have to make decisions on my own and it's just kind of progressed over time where um, you know, even in college, I worked through all of college, lived on campus, uh, was really involved. And um, I don't know, I'm one that is a positive person. So I always look to see what the positive of everything is. Not saying I've always made the best decision in life or have always taken the right path, but I always try and figure out like, well, what did I learn from that? And um I don't know. I, that's where I just, I kind of giggle where I was like super shy to now loving connecting with people and are passionate about helping and want to be a resource. And it all kind of stems from even just when I was little of just how our family and our family ethic was. And I just think it grew into my work ethic too. Yeah. So. I, can, I can hear it. You know, I definitely <laughs> hear that. Um, you know, I do often feel like where you come from, wherever it is, you're, where you create your community, because that's a word we kind of throw around on the show a lot. Um, sometimes it is that home environment, sometimes it's a work environment or whatever, but it's, it seems like having that older sister, that tough older sister kind of gave you that that nudge to be like, you know what, I can kind of 
decide things on my own, even without her. So it was great to kind of have a, a bit of a role model in that sense. But um, I, I really truly just, I'm excited about kind of like how you kind of managed to move through those things, like, like move through each company and just like move forward. Like, honestly, you still feel like you, you said you were kind of figuring out exactly what you would define directly as your identity, right? In a mm-hmm. sense. So yeah, I'm, I'm me and Caleb are on this soul searching thing. That's why we created this podcast. So welcome. <laughs> you should watch more episodes. No, <laughs> but no, uh, I I say all that to say um, um, the reason why we created this was to foster that community for those just like you. You know, down to being very young, just like having that old sister being super shy and like not knowing what they're doing. So that same inner child, being around the same age as you know whatever, like past a career point or been in a career for a certain amount of time, where you're getting that little girl feeling again to be like, wow, this is terrifying. I'm going to a whole new environment. What is this? You know, so I, I really see your skill set as inspiring because some of the bigger things that you're doing, because I'm sure wealth management is highly rewarding in, in its own way, but the things to get to where people that want to do what you're doing, for sure, um, it has to do, it has to have some sort of like, inclination that already you're humanitarian you have to care for people intently because you're dealing with their financial responsibilities their legacies these things are you know priceless honestly um and it has to be handled with care for sure so it takes a certain type of person but the fortitude to stay in the financial industry i'm, I'm all ears you can tell me about that all day <laughs> so did you make your way to consulting or like how did so from you said from banking then you moved on from there so are you doing your own private thing or are you still working with um your own uh yeah go ahead (laughs) yeah i'm still at the bank um so i am still doing that my role more is focused on business development marketing and sales so i really um love building brand awareness also to like strengthening relationships i saw that we needed to be out in the community more top of mind and not that I don't love to work with clients, but, you know, sometimes that was even stressful for me, too, or I'm a mom also. And um, some people inherit money that, um, you know, need a little bit more handholding. And so I do have still clients. I still work closely with them. It's just I'm trying to focus more on, like, how can we... Um, be top of mind to those people and really help them and get them to our resources um, and have, you know, I have more of a team that I can give them to and kind of have them specialize on it. I want to specialize on building that connection and make them feel comfortable and trust them and have them trust me. And um, yeah, so that's what I'm doing and doing the podcast for the bank also, which is. Oh yeah, that's so true. Yeah. We didn't even touch on that for sure. So what's that about? We're just getting started. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I hope she if she's ready to to tell us all the secrets. But sure, like what, what's the podcast about? How did that start? Yeah. So the podcast, we've been doing it since last year, October. Um, so during COVID, we kind of started that. We have, you know, uh Banking industry is kind of more male dominated, but we have a lot of women in our bank that specialize in a lot of great things. And so we kind of want to start this women's initiative to kind of showcase what women we have, but also let's learn more from the community. So we started this podcast really to build connection with other women leaders and to get them on the show to help inspire other people. Maybe it's empower them to make that risk, that leap, um, to showcase that no one's journey looks the same. And sometimes we fall, but we have to get back up and try new things. So that's what I love about it because I get to meet unique women all over and get them on the show, get their story out, make them feel comfortable that they want to open up and talk about um, their life and what maybe their journey's been like and the hurdles they've had that's beautiful that's really beautiful. that's <laughs> i think that's it's, yeah that's yeah go ahead man that's gorgeous. no no i that's to be honest beautiful. with you i i think it's really important because as we've talked to several other you know fellow podcasters as Tarek has talked to different podcasts as i've you know talked to and we've both separately been on different podcasts and everything and as someone who also hosts different podcasts i think it's really important 
Um, no matter what type of podcast you have, um, no matter who you talk to, it's really important for them to be able to get their voice out there, right? I, I think no matter who you are, where you are, you know, it's the fact that we have this opportunity, especially right now in 2021, we have this incredible opportunity to put your voice out there. And, you know, I think the Identity Podcast is a great way to allow other podcasters, but also allow other individuals across the globe to be able to talk about who they are, their identity, their path, you know, the way that they've discovered. And, and to kind of go back just quickly to something you said, Don, earlier is, you know, you kind of mentioned this before the show and also throughout the show thus far is the fact that, you know, you're still trying to define who you are and discover who you are. That right there is literally the answer of the identity podcast. And that's something that I think I, I mentioned and Tark mentions like every episode, but we try to reiterate that because it's so important. It's important for ourselves to recognize, but it's also important for our listeners to constantly hear that it is okay if you have not discovered your identity because we're constantly discovering your identity. Oh, and I think yeah. for you, as you said, Don, you know, you went from someone being kind of shy and to now being a podcaster, which we'll talk about and, and kind of, uh, divulge more into in, in just a second, but I think it's really important to recognize that you have grown so much just becoming a podcaster and you've discovered a whole new pathway. And I think Tarek and myself can both say just having the identity podcast alone has given us a new lens to life, has given us a different path that we never ever would have imagined we'd be going down. And here we are driving 70 on the highway on that path. You know, right. it's, it's, <laughs> anniversary is coming up, man, for sure. He's exactly. right. He's exactly right. Exactly. And, and so I, I kind of uh, as a question just to ask you, you know, is, is kind of how has it been? You know, it's been more recent that you started this podcast. So how has it kind of been um, going from someone who was shy or, or you felt was typically shy to becoming a podcaster? Because I know I myself am not shy. And so, it, you know, I, I've had my speech uh, troubles in the past, but I was not shy. And so I am very curious to kind of see how it's been for you and how it's been to kind of put your voice out there. But also, and this is kind of two-part question, um, also into working in a bank, as you said, in a very male-dominated industry, and I am certain probably a very male-dominated um, bank overall, how has it been trying to put your voice out there, trying to put who you are and uh, you, you know, your fellow women who, who you can kind of allow them to put their voice out there as well? Yeah. Well, overall, it's been a really big learning experience. Um, I was really going to be the background of the show. You know, we first mm -hmm. started this and, you know, it was new for us and we didn't really know how it was all going to turn out and is this going to be successful? And I was just going to help get speakers on and my colleague um, who had her JD was going to be the host of it. And I was practicing with her and then they decided, oh, she should be on the show also. And so it just kind of progressed pretty fast. And then she got inspired from them is what I say and um, joined her husband. And so she joined her husband's business. And I would say right there, it was just like another learning thing for me of like, okay, so what are we going to do now? You know, we kind of reanalyzed things. I really suggested some different things I learned from the show and just how, what my strengths really are actually. Like I realized mm -hmm. like, wow, I can really make people feel comfortable. I can really connect well with people. I can ask these people to be on the show and they're like, yes. And so even right now, um, I'm booked out till the end of October already. I mean, we're in July right now. It's just, it's something I realized that maybe I didn't always have. So I think like it's helped me learn and have more confidence about myself, but also to like really hone on what my strengths are, which is really connection. And, um, I think the part I love about the podcast is I can bring different people on that I think are going to be good for the show. And I think the part I've just realized is just more and more that I just get inspired all the time from nonprofits to executive women, to people that start their own business, to all these different things. And, um, also have that wake up call of like, life is so short and what are we doing to um, 
bring our best selves to this world. And I think that's for even too for me, like I hope I'm bringing to the bank, showing up as a good leader to show that other women, you know, I don't need to know everything or I'm never going to be able to know everything, but sometimes you have to hone on what you're really good at and um, bring your best self to a company and bring that creative mindset because I've always considered myself not a typical banker. I think differently. I think creatively, I try new things and it also too makes me realize like how of a high achiever, which is a good strength of mine, but that's also a saboteur of me. So sometimes I'm always running to what's next, what next? And I don't always take in the moment. And I think podcasting has actually had me sit back, take in the moment to understand and learn from the guests. And then, you know, when the episode goes live, I sit and listen to it again. And it just, um, I don't know. It's helped me slow down and really listen and hear the messages from others. So did I answer both of your questions now that I'm thinking? I think so. <laughs> I think so Sorry, too. Was very, very detailed. And, and my apologies on that. But uh, something you mentioned <laughs> real quick is, is uh, and I really like that, you know, um, kind of inspiration, you know, being inspired. I think that's so important on a daily basis, no matter what you do, whether you're podcasting or you work at a bank or um, you are in the entertainment field, whatever it may be, being inspired is very important. Um, and so I, I kind of have a quick follow-up question. Um, and, and that is kind of when was the moment where while you you know are a part of this podcast and you've been able to officially be brought on as a, a, as a co-host and everything, when was that moment, that defining moment that said, this is a great opportunity for me. This inspires me. You know, anything that you just kind of mentioned, when was that moment? It was actually the moment when my colleague um, left and we were trying to, trying to figure out the details and everything. And I was kind of like, you know what, I'm going to show up and be a leader. And I think it even goes back to, you know, maybe sometimes when we're growing up, the interpretation of what things are, or maybe not really what it is. So I always thought as being a leader, you had to be a manager and you had to be in charge of people. And it's like, no, you just need to show up as your best self and um, bring like your strengths and bring yourself to the table. And so I tried to lead with it and show that, you know, the problem is not getting guests on the show. Like I can breeze through that. It'll be fine. You know, I'm still learning, of course, and, you know, trying to bring my best self to the show and not getting nervous or flustered. But I think that was kind of that pivotal, pivotal moment. Um, and I think to just COVID pandemic, whatnot, all that stuff, I think it's just been and my own health hiccup. It's just been a wake up call that just life is so short and we really need to show up as our best selves and not let others hold us back or, um, maybe what others may think of how it's going to be. Um, I don't know. I know I'm probably not for everybody when they listen to the podcast, but I just hope that others are listening and getting inspired and um, enjoy it as much as what I've been enjoying it as. So, yeah. I don't think so. I think people are going to enjoy it because you already created quite a community for it. <laughs> Your mission alone seems, <laughs> seems pretty large. So, um, as we approach this, you know, the idea of like just being like ultimately um, empowering to women or, you know, along the feminist journey, how has motherhood been uh, as you've been transitioning through career as well? I know, that's yeah. sort of the proverbial question, right? Everybody asks like, <laughs> how does it work down there? Like, you know, right. Work, you, know? <laughs> um, you know, and I think that's too, what's been interesting for me is just like, I am all about female and helping them, but that's not too. It's just like, I want to empower everybody. And right now the focus has been on women. And I think too back and great question about asking about motherhood because motherhood for me was kind of a shock of like, oh gosh, now what are we going to do are just um, how to juggle all of it. And I mean, even if I sit back and I think back how my path has been, um, I being a high achiever or just having high work ethic, I said a yes to a lot of things or I worked a lot and I missed out a lot on my son. Um, and even I would take on things when people would leave and I would work 
long hours. I would work early in the morning. I'd work all day and I'd go to events all night because I knew we needed to be top of mind. And deep down, I should have been home more. Um, and I think that too, where I hope others can sit back, whether a mom or not, but just too to sit back and enjoy life a little bit more. Um, I think that's where COVID, hopefully a lot of people are just realizing to just slow down and take in the moment, spend time with your family more. And it's hard when you're growing in your career. You want to show up as your best self. You want to keep taking things on to keep showing that you're a leader or um, that you can keep growing. And I mean, I'm still learning every day and I think we're all on this path, but um, that's where I say earlier, like, I'm a high achiever. That's a strength of mine, but it's also a saboteur and I am a pleaser also. So I really want to do what's best for everybody. So I forget about what's best for Dawn sometimes or best for my son or my husband. So it's a work in progress. Um, but I think I've just really realized that you don't have to say yes to everything to keep growing. Um, and, you know, some things do fall in your lap for a reason. And of course, you sometimes need to say yes, but um, deep down, you can't always do what everybody else wants you to do. So, yeah. Words so to true. facts. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> wow, man. You know, it's so funny along, um, along people's journey, they do feel like they have to just keep gigging or freelancing or anything and i come from a world of entertainment industry where there are a lot of musicians i know that are so talented but they're stuck because they're they never grew past a certain space they just kept trying to put more effort into it and tiring themselves out and i honestly feel like you said more calculated effort more relaxation and even like you mentioned earlier about your about podcasting you know a lot of things have changed since 2020 um in terms of patience and what businesses what they care about and a lot of that type of humanitarianism has changed so even in that moment like you said the silence of just like meditating on like exactly what i want to get done is this something that i really care does this is this going to benefit my family is this you know that matters and we can take a step back i'm from new york i mean we're always on go so <laughs> when you're talking about like saying yes to everything there, there had been days where i had done anywhere from 14 to 18 hour shifts and I was just like, oh, I was, I was beat, you know, it was the most experience. Like, you know, you're, you're on a concert stage with every celebrity. So it was fun, but I started realizing, yeah, like I'm trading these hours over time for what, what is, what is the trade-off? Because of what I'm gaining probably won't even be worth that. Mm -hmm. So even as a podcast, you know, as you're starting something out, um, the inception of something always seems so um, trivial and like, it, it doesn't mean much. Um, but we create the value over time and how much energy we bring to it. And ultimately, if it's your own, you won't have to run out to other people. And that's why we, we preach entrepreneurship so much. So that's why I'm, I'm, I'm happy to um, see you doing your own podcast. That's why I asked that. I also asked that comment about consulting because I'm sure some of these people, you're just probably the therapist. <laughs> you're handling their money, but you're just like, could you like, you know, lay off the booze today? You know, whatever. But, um, but I, I understand that a lot of your, um, what you're doing comes from your heart. Yeah. And that skill set can be be uh, spread anywhere for sure. You know, Caleb is a mastermind of being able to use his heart efficiently so many different places. Um, I'm still learning that. <laughs> As he says, I'm a Virgo. <laughs> I'm a Libra, so I'm all over the place. And I also am a people pleaser by nature. I'm an empath, all these things that we want to label ourselves. But naturally, I do feel my perfectionism has been my demise by allowing it to um, fall into ideals and something that may not be tangible, like family members or uh, just waking up that morning or being grateful for smaller things like that. So um, I think it's interesting when you do become something powerful in a company. So I, I do wanna see say something to that and I'll ask you a question about that if you're interested. Sure. Um, as you became more valued at the company, how was it kind of pulling back to be like, I kind of need this more time. This is something that we haven't really spoke about. A lot of our uh, guests have left corporate and they're just like, yeah, hey, I left. You know, they never talk about that transition period. So since you are still in that world, um, how, how have you been able to kind of wean off from the, the rat race in a sense? Yeah, I would say I'm still learning. Um, it's, 
it's something that is not always easy. And I think the, unfortunately, the time when I stepped back was after being in the hospital for a bit. Um, and long story short, I was in the hospital for a reason, but in addition, when I was there, I actually had, they thought I had a stroke, um, because I was so stressed. And, um, so I have a migraine syndrome. So if I get very stressed, I guess, um, my whole left side of my body will go numb. And that was just that wake up call of like, what are you doing to yourself? Um, because even when I was in the hospital, I was thinking about work and, oh my gosh, I'm missing work. What am I going to do? And, um, you know, instead of like, what about my family or what's my son doing? You know, it's silly things. What about like, me? Right. Yeah. <laughs> She's like in the hospital still like, what about everyone else? Yes. Yes. You and know? so oh my gosh. I, I'm I still understand. taking baby steps and I'm yeah. learning. And I think even to just to kind of go off of that is too, one thing that I realized is I don't sit back and celebrate exciting moments. Like, I'm just always seeing what's next, what's next. And I'm like, oh, great. This is a great achievement. And then I think what's next. And <laughs> what I've been trying to do is like sit back and actually like take it in Dawn and realize like how far you've come. Right. Um, and I don't know if it's just something too that I've just always like got to excel, got to, got to make an impact. But I mean, even during COVID, so I got 40 under 40 and I was like, oh, cool. Wow. What's yeah. next? You know? And some people are like, well, is that's really a big achievement. I'm like, yeah, oh, it is. Okay. <laughs> and I just think like, what's next? And right. um, I don't know. That's just me. And I think too, I've realized through all this is I've always thought that you can't celebrate moments like that because then you're going to become big headed about yourself. And um, I realized that doesn't mean that exactly. Like you can okay. be humble yeah. and like be proud of yourself. And that doesn't mean that you're going to be big headed and just think of yourself all the time. Like you can still sit back and realize like, wow, I have done things. I mean, even talking about my journey sometimes, like I'm like, oh God. Yeah. That's, that's what I was, I was going to comment on. Um, I didn't want, you know, I didn't want to push you too much because it was the beginning of the podcast, but you know, now we've spoken a bit. Um, yeah. Like you were just like, you know, boop, you know, job baby boom boom i'm like okay you know but i say that to say that those are those moments when we do look back because those are the, the those moments of gratefulness I, I i do see myself a lot like you because i do the same thing and caleb has to point out sometimes like bro you do thousands of you know like a day like you helped me out yesterday you don't even remember it you know like stuff like that and i get it um sometimes when you're on your own journey it's hard to look back <laughs> you know what's going on but I, I hope that this is kind of just bringing up a lot of that for you just to show you like you are, you do deserve these awards, you do deserve these accolades, you do deserve value. Um, a lot of what we try to provide with all our listeners out there that are still paying attention and listening is you are valuable. And every time you listen to us, you create value for us. So that's kind of this like endless cycle of connections, which is kind of what the name of the episode was about. Um, you know, fostering those connections within yourself and others um and that's that was the next step i was going to ask because you already told me you're like i'm working on it but how, how are you um how are you trying practices because uh of finding more value of yourself or i mean gratefulness is definitely the biggest one that's what i was gonna that was my hint but for yeah. sure that's been my that's fun that's how i i do it if i ever feel in those moments that i'm doing too much or that i haven't done enough i often just look back and i'm grateful and kind of like really sit back the same thing that you said whether it's 2020 putting us on our butt or just you know like like you said some sort of illness or something like you know it's some people say it's something spiritual trying to talk to you like a wake-up call of sorts and it's time for you to kind of you know take time and see that and i had to too i like those 16 hour shifts i probably never will push myself like that again i'm at a point where it's it makes more sense to just use my time more wisely. If I'm going to do 16 hours, I'd rather do a 16 hour podcast or something, but, um, no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I like podcasting, but marathon for sure. <laughs> but yeah, I still have to say, um, some other practices that we've heard because we have a list. Um, Caleb actually knows the list because he's been doing this for a while. What are some other like super healthy 
practices. I feel like um, we've used writing, like writing some of these things down. Yeah. Like every time you make an accolade. First of all, 440, like, you know, you can clap it up on the actual show. We don't have an applause meter, so we'll just add that later. Actually, uh, I actually <laughs> we got might? one. We might? I, I have, it's not plugged in right now, but next episode, I do have one. We we'll have to charge them. Set up. We'll charge them up. Yes. Get the yeah. crowd going, you know. Um, it's, it's but, mixed, but. <laughs> they're, they're coming. They're coming, I promise. But, <laughs> uh, but I, I, I think that's really great. Um, I don't even know why you didn't mention that earlier, but uh, other accolades along those lines are definitely worth it. Um, but your humbleness, and I do want to speak to this fact because I do think a lot of successful people have this issue. And it's not something that's spoken about a lot. And I appreciate you being vulnerable and about, you know, what had happened to you as well as kind of where it comes from. It's definitely something mental with us. Sometimes we get pigeonholed into something. So, um, you know, our physical psychosomatic situations happen afterwards. That's when we're like, oh my God, what was that? But it probably was over time, you know, um, you know, pushing yourself. And I've definitely been there like mentally where like, I feel like I have to do this. And I, this obligation thing is beyond me. You know, when we, when we had the Buddhist song, um, he talked, spoke about just completely losing all attachment to everything. And I, I'm, the Taoist teaching has its own aspects of that, especially if you're talking about finances and the fact that we're lingering on with financial uh, legacy. I guess that's kind of against Taoism in a sense. But um, um, <laughs> I still have to say that what the true legacy, what you're going to be leaving behind is your your essence and what you, what you created, you know? So, um, the better you are in those moments, it does come back to this idea of being a leader. And you do mention that word a lot. So who do you feel like has been one of your biggest leaders as a childhood? And who do you see as like a strong leader now? Yeah, um, my childhood, I would say my uncle, he was very the, the quiet type, I would say, but him and I always had a connection. And um, He's always been my cheerleader, I would say, in the background, um, even like over through this COVID and my own health and stuff. He like sent me this thing where he's just like, just realize all you're doing, like hard work, like it's going to pay off. And I'm so proud of you. And I was just like, oh, made my day um, and my year and whatnot. And um, I would also say my boss that I have has been a great boss and a great mentor. Um, he early on exposed me to different things when I'd ask questions or he'd be like, come along, come with me, you know? And I think that just really helped open my eyes too. I just think of like, I was still young. I mean, out of college, you know, six, seven years out of college. And it's still like, you don't know everything. And it's just, experiences that I hadn't had it before. And um, I just kept going. And that's where too, I just was learning things and trying out stuff. And I mean, I even go back and think too, sometimes I would take our referral partners out, our top ones, and they'd be like, but aren't you kind of more in the back office on stuff? And I'm like, yeah, but I'm going to, I'm going to grow and be more. I just, I want to learn more. I want to be a good partner here and understand more. And um. I don't know. I've just always kind of keep learning. And I would say I've had a few additional ones through COVID time. Um, luckily, I had a sales class that to just even go back to like gratitude and all that stuff is um, their thing is not only about sales training, but it's also about training to be a better person. And so that's why I've loved it. And, and so focused on like, it takes 66 days to create a new habit. And so I would do different things that Don's always wanted to do, you know, and so I would hold myself accountable because it was really for class. And so I think sometimes I've realized I've avoided stuff for myself because it's just for me, you know? Right. And so I would do that for the class and I just realized, okay, I can do these things. Um, and also I was in a leadership class and that is what's really opened my eyes and my awareness to what myself and how I operate and just the things I've overlooked for so long and just kept plugging away and just thought things were maybe normal or like what's next and always thinking of the future and really sitting back. Like she had us do an exercise where we had to write about our life story in chunks of like seven years and 
right, the pivotal moments of like maybe decisions we made or certain things that were really exciting in our life during that time. And it was just so interesting to look at each growth in those pockets of time. And I don't know, I've just been on this journey to really realize who I am and what I really want to bring to the world or what I have been bringing to the world that I've just been clueless to or have never sat back and really realized like, oh, maybe I am that friend that loves to bring us all together and create a community and and to be that person that gets us all together. That's easy for me. For some of my other friends, like that is hard to do. And I'm like, (laughs) I could do that in my sleep. Like, just come. Like, I just want everybody to be together. And um, I don't know. It's just stuff, too, that you think it because it's easy to you, it's, like, not as important. And the things that are really hard to you, that's okay. It doesn't mean you have to learn it and you have to be perfect at it. That's why there's other people in the world that can help you or do it for you or you can hire. And... Um, I think that's just one thing I've learned that you don't have to know everything or be the best at everything that to really hone on what you're really good at. You know, that is the most wisest thing I've been doing all week. Like, I mean, (laughs) probably all month. Um, No, I that's, I've literally just had that conversation with someone very recently. You're so true. Um, I think it's, it's so unhealthy that we feel like we have to struggle or fight to become the greatest part of ourselves. You know, it kind of like, I guess, ruins the hero's journey that we watch on TV all the time or whatever. Most of the time, you're pretty talented at something that you just need to hone in on. You know, um, I'm often very big on that too. I actually had a situation where I inspired like a group of my friends from high school. We've been from, you know, I I won't date myself, but (laughs) for everyone that was there, all came together, you know, some lawyers, some went off and did other things and whatever. And one became a, a film producer and he was in a funk and I had been inspiring him and doing all sorts of stuff. And he eventually wrote a script that involved all of us as a community. And he just told me at the end of, at the end of it, like, honestly, you inspired this. And I was just like, what? And I thought about it and I had been really kind of, um, kind of just like dealing with it on a very deep basis. Like I have fought so hard for the, uh, against the things that I found easy because of the other people found it easy too. Because if it's easy, then, you know, you know, why, why am I, why would I get paid so much to do it? That's how I always used to think, you know, and I think a lot of these psychological things can kind of just be broken down once we have deeper conversations and connections with others, especially good mentors. Cause that was what I wanted to say as well. Um, another note that we always, always push <laughs> to all the people that are listening, um, having great leadership and great mentorship, and also like being able to pay for a class that maybe you may not have accessible accessibility to that, but finding some, some trajectory is super helpful along the growth in your journey because you can run amok and run in circles with very little information about yourself or the environment. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, that note is so, so interesting, man. Um, that I often kind of envy people that knew what they wanted when they were younger in that sense because they were able to value something about themselves. But what I ended up doing was becoming like you, you're like, which hat do you want? <laughs> I just started becoming good at so many different little things. So mastery is definitely the key now. But um, yeah, I don't, what do you think about that, Caleb? I think that's that's definitely a highlight. That's definitely going to the, the quote book. <laughs> that was a great one. Um, Caleb? I'll probably yeah, let you know a little bit. But yeah, we can continue. Um, so. The yep. major, major, oh, you here? You're back? No. Okay, good. Yeah, it's I've good. been here. I was, I, I, I thought you were hear you. talking. I hear you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm here. I, oh, no, you're good. I thought you were still talking. Um, uh, no, I, to be honest, I, to, to kind of go on what you were saying, Tarek, and also just to, to kind of go on what you've said this entire time, Don, I will say, I, I've been inspired by what you've, what you've mm-hmm. had to say. And, and truly and honestly, it is um, it's incredible to have your mindset and to have what you um, have been able to gain over the years and, and to be able to sit here and say what you said, I think is incredible. 
And I think it really shows that you have, you've worked hard, right? And you really, you, you've tried. And, and I think that is one of the biggest things in life is admitting that to yourself. You know, I think you can admit it to the public and say, yeah, I've, I've tried hard and I, I've really tried to grow and everything, but it's admitting it to yourself. That is so important. I think it's so important. I constantly will, you know, get on myself at times of, of saying like, oh, you know, I need to do better or anything, but it's like, but I also need to admit to myself that I am doing well and I am, I am, I have been successful in different ways and stuff. And, and there are several things I think throughout this entire episode that you've, you've really uh, reiterated a lot. And, and I think that it shows how important it is to you. And as then, as you talked the last time, you kind of talked about how, you know, you've taken different classes and you've talked to different people and they showed you that and they allowed you to realize that. And then it kind of, boom, it hit me like, oh, that makes sense as to why inspiration is such a big word, as to why leader and leadership is such a big word and, and uh, community and grateful. You know, grateful, I think, is a big word that you've used in, in so many different uh, so many different varieties. And, and I think that right there is a huge word to use. And then my favorite thing you said this entire time <laughs> is show up as yourself. Mm. I wrote it down. I, I wrote it down. On a Unapologetic. <laughs> show up as right? yourself. She it's, did say it. So, she did say it. It's so, <laughs> you probably didn't even remember saying it. Do you remember saying that? So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It really is. Um, it's so important to show up as yourself. And, and I think um, what Tark was saying is, you know, you look at the identity podcast, you look back at your life as an, as an individual and you recognize your strengths, you recognize your weaknesses, you recognize your path, you know, your trek to discovering who you are today. And I think the greatest thing about one of the greatest things about life and probably one of the most underrated things about life that we never truly fully grasp is the fact that today, this is who I am. Tomorrow, I get to add to who I am. I get to develop a different part of me. I get to add a new lens. I get to you know, do all kinds of different things. I, I get to venture out into a new pathway. You know, Maybe I discover a fork in the road, whatever it may be. It's the fact of the matter that it's happening. We are living life and living life to the fullest is one of the greatest things that you can do. And I will say, Don, you have inspired me to continue to do that. And I, I truly am in awe of the uh, the path that you, you are currently creating. And I, I wish you the best on uh, continuing to create that path. And and I think it's, I, I think, to sit here and listen to you and to listen to Tarek every single week, it's, it makes me feel grateful. It makes me honored to hear, you know, words and, and to hear people speak such, such incredible deep words. And I think this podcast is just a great way to allow individuals, to allow people to become more of themselves, you know? Mm. Right. Mm. Well, thank you. I, it makes me feel good. Thank you. <laughs> you can accept it. You can accept the comment. I'm not good at that. Wait, you know, I, that's what I was saying. It's a mindset. Yeah, go ahead. No, I was just like, when you're saying all these things too, it makes me sit back and think like pivotal moments. Like honestly, meeting my husband too is one that really helped break me out of my shell. And I wish I could go back to even those beginning days of different different things that we did and traveled and experienced that I didn't take in as much because I was so focused on the other things. And I think too deep down to everybody is just taking those moments and experiences in life because I mean, even just this year being cooped up, I never really realized like, God, I should have been so much more thankful when I was on that vacation or when I experienced that or got to go see those things. And I appreciate you guys saying this because it makes me too just feel like, okay, see, I am like, okay, I didn't realize like I, the person I really am. So right. I appreciate you both. And right. it just makes me even open my eyes even more. Um, so thank you for the opportunity. Oh, I appreciate that. Yeah, one one last note before uh, Caleb closes this out. You all um, often saw that um, once like a pillar of your life was kind of removed, you stepped up as well. 
whether it was your older sister or there was some there was another note that you kind of mentioned about that and um oh, yeah it's definitely it's definitely a dope mentality <laughs> great order to keep going so things may fall down like you said you may not be able to travel now but you always have that opportunity to step in and be a greater version of yourself you definitely yeah. like that and we encourage you to do the same <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, yeah, it's it's been a honestly, I wasn't kidding. At the beginning of the episode, Tarek said, you know, it's a great time to podcast. I knew it would be a great time to podcast. This has been a great episode. Um, <laughs> it really has. It's been so much fun and uh, just so inspirational. And I think really eye opening. I, I know for the three of us here and then I really do hope everyone that is listening and watching this. Um, thank you, as always. Of course, we're so grateful for you. But definitely, I, we wish you the best and, and we hope that you have been able to learn something here and be inspired and, and be grateful and and maybe even you know find a leader as well in your life i i think sometimes we forget that um everything you know these big keywords that we've constantly kept reiterating throughout this episode everything that we've reiterated there is someone there or some something around you that is helping you and guiding you in those ways um and we may not even realize it, you know, and, and uh, every day we find something new that can can guide us throughout this life. And so thank you, Dawn, for coming onto the show. We're very thank grateful you. to have you on and, and we wish you the best. And then, of course, check out our Instagram at Unique Connector. <laughs> Love that username. That's great. Check out our, our LinkedIn as well. And of course, check out our podcast, Wealth Ways Podcast. Check that out. Thank you again, Dawn. It is really Thank great you. to have you on, of course, for creating connections, uh, featuring Dawn to have her on the show. Of course, you've been watching and listening to the Identity Podcast presented to you by Find Your ID NYC. Of course, check us out on all streaming platforms as well as following us on all social media platforms, all at the Identity Podcast. Don't forget, if you love us and want to sponsor us, well, guess what? You can. All you have to do is email us at press at findyouridnyc.com and we'll get back to you with more details. Thank you as always for listening, watching the Identity Podcast. I cannot express that enough. Don't forget to check out August as we enter our one-year anniversary with a great friend of ours, Ivy Rivera, Psychic Ivy Rivera. We're so grateful to have her back on for the third time. Uh, she's very excited. She's been posting about it all the time on Instagram. So definitely check out that one. That will be a very fun episode. Uh, August 4th, next week. Tune in, guys. Tune in. Stay groovy. Have a good one. Thank you as always.